Hi, everybody. Welcome to the KC Chiropults podcast. Does your team know how to shift? I'm Dr. Michael Perush, and this is my co-host today, Marissa Matea. Hi, Marissa. How are we doing? I am great. How are you today? I'm awesome. We're going to talk about one of your favorite subjects, and that's team development and how to create an autonomous team. I love it. It's one of my favorite things. (laughs) So in, in our clinic, we always had this kind of unspoken rule that when we got real busy and we knew when we were going to get busy, but at right. those times we, we did basically what I would call an audible and yeah. we'd, we'd call the audible and everybody would shift their duties to something different than what they normally do or what they were doing prior to that so that we could manage the flow of the office so much better. So let, let's yeah. talk about that. And let's yeah. talk about how we got there with that, with that kind of idea. You know, I think we got there based on just huge growth um, to start with, you know, and when you go through that huge growth, sometimes you have to take a step back and evaluate where you're at. Right. So, which we did constantly. Right. And where you want to be. And what we found was sometimes we needed somebody who could shift and be that everything person, right? We needed somebody who could step in and help, move patients for the doctor, you know, get that next person on the table, have them ready in a room. Uh, We needed somebody to, I'm not going to lie, entertain patients at the front, you know? So if we had a room full of patients, somebody who was just talking to them, keeping them entertained, keeping their mind off of potentially how long they were, yeah, how long they were waiting and stuff. So we had this person that would be able to do that and then be able to move the patients to the hot seats or to the rooms. We had, um, this person also would probably step in, in the therapy department and help with taking people off of therapy or putting someone on, you know, all of those things, maybe understand how to run the lasers or the ultrasound machine or something like that and could step in and potentially do some of those extra tasks. And then of course, potentially check people out, collect money, schedule appointments, you know, if need be, check someone in, all of those things. So if you think about the practice in general and how it flows, and I think about the flow through the office, I think about the flow through how, what the patient experiences in the office. So where they migrate to all the rooms, all those kind of things. So if you've got somebody who can help manage that during those high peak times, uh, gosh, that just made everyone's job easier. Right. So in our office, it ended up being me a lot. <laughs> right. It did. So yeah. So but, instead but you, would, of being, you would, you would come out of your, your typical management role. Right. And you would start doing all these different jobs and directing staff and directing me during yeah. those times so that we could maximize our efforts along the way. And we, we all just knew that we had to shift a little bit. You know, So my background was a business background for college. And so when I came out of college, I went to work for Lowe's. And so, you know, of all things as their admin manager. And while I really didn't like retail for me, I did learn a lot there. And what I learned was as a manager, you needed to know 
as much as possible. So that meant I knew something about lawn and garden. I could go back and make a key if I needed to. I could cut glass if I needed to. I, you know, all of these different departments had these key things that you had to learn. So I, I took that knowledge into our practice of you've got to know it all, right? So if I know it all, I can step in and help anywhere yeah, that is needed. training is huge. Yeah, so that that definitely, I think, is one of the biggest key factors for <laughs> an autonomous team being able to work and shift and move uh, when we need to is, is knowing more than just your role. Now, here's a key factor to that. It's not just getting some rote training on different areas of the practice. It requires a high level of communication. It requires yeah. a high level of practice and and actually going through the steps of, of what everybody does and, and getting a feel for the entire practice. And so when we would shift, we didn't have to communicate a plan to each other. It was already in place right? because we had already rehearsed it. It's we role-played it. We role-played it. Yeah. Yeah. So because of that, it, we, we created this invaluable team experience for all of us that really not only helped us manage the practice better, but our patients loved it too. They actually, I think a lot of them liked it when we were maybe behind just a little bit or super busy. They thought it was fun to just watch us. And do you know how many patient relationships that I've built during those times? Because, you know, here I am standing there talking to someone, getting ready to move them to the table, but I was asking them questions about them. I was finding out information. I was you know, really communicating well with them. And then lo and behold, what would happen? I'd go put them on the table and they'd say, Hey, do you guys help with, and they'd start talking about some other pain that they were having or problem that they were experiencing. And then all of a sudden I'd come out and I'd be like, Hey doc, before you go in, they need to know more information about this condition. Wow. All of a sudden this potentially turned into what a new treatment plan, a new treatment plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it happened a lot. Or if I was really trying to move quickly and I got stuck with a patient, what would you do? Oh, uh, you know, I, number one, I'd hurry you up. Um, and no, we, I, you know, we'd be there ready to take over when you came out with that patient, you know, so that we could make sure that we could disengage you just a little bit to move you on to that next patient if need be, and be able to move them to their next stage in their experience for the day. So whether that was taking them to therapy, whether that was an x-ray, whether that was just walking them back to the front counter to help them check out. And you were so stealth about it. You would come up if I was stuck with a patient, maybe they're just standing there talking to me and I, I can't break free. You would come up and just say something like, oh my gosh, I love your shoes. Yeah. Which would change their focus just briefly where I could say, hey, I've got to run. It's good to see you. I'll see you next time. And yeah. you would take over. And, and it, you, it allowed and, and me to keep my pace. Absolutely. And you don't want to do that if it's a conversation in regards to their care, obviously. Right. But if it's a conversation that's just idle chit chat is what I would call it at that point, that's when you can easily sneak in and be able to redirect or become part of that conversation so that they can start their focus on you instead of the doc. So you can exactly. move the practice along. Exactly. So docs, creating an autonomous team requires one major thing, 
communication. We just said that. So make sure that you're adding this into your staff meetings, your team building experiences, and those kind of things. Talk about how you can shift as a team and call that audible automatically when the practice gets busy and everybody shifts around in any way they need to, to make sure that patients are taken care of, that you're helping with the flow of the office and so forth. Because remember, when you're busier than your procedures allow, what happens? Your capacity changes and you don't want to hit that capacity ceiling too hard or you'll bounce back down. So those shifts really help you manage those incredibly busy times. And here's a way to practice it. Schedule a stack a day or a patient appreciation day and just see what it's like when you get super crazy, insanely busy and how everybody needs to shift around. Absolutely. That's a winning formula and a winning team. When you give the expectation to everybody that, Hey, we work autonomously. In other words, we can shift and do things differently when we need to. We don't have to have a game plan at that time to do it. It's already set in place. All right, Marissa, anything else to add? No, no, I think that was good. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed hearing about how you can make your team shift and create an autonomous team. So if you haven't, yet done it, go to catsconsultants.com and check us out there. We've got some great new programs and things. More importantly, if you haven't downloaded our PDF on how to boost your annual practice income by $130,000 or more in five simple steps, you're going to want to get that. So just go and download it. And if you want to schedule a breakthrough call and talk about how we might be able to help you and your practice and how to create autonomous teams, give us a shout, get that scheduled. All right, everybody, on behalf of Cats Consultants, we appreciate you tuning in and listening to the KC Chiropods podcast, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.